0: Welcome to Hello Spiritual Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jose. And I am your other host, Amit. And today we have a really good topic to talk about. Seems like the theme of our conversations and just life in general, and all the things that we've gone through about you can like how do I want to prefix this? Like keeping your heart open for opportunities of healing, right? And what that looks like, and what does it look like when your heart is closed, and how does that look like, and how does that feel, and what are the I don't want to say consequences, but. What are some of the things that happen when you are shut off from things, All right? <laughs> <laughs> trying to be serious here, a bit. Sorry, as you're
1: talking, the only thing that's running on in my brain is, "What is love, baby?" Don't worry,
0: <laughs> <me>. come on. <laughs> but I was thinking about that movie, the the Night Will at the yeah like dun, dun, bobbing their heads dun, in the dun, car dun, and they dun. break the window.
1: <laughs> but I think that that also is a good metaphor for what you're talking about. Like, uh, integrating compassion into our yeah. lives to become yeah. present. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. What is love? Okay. I'm yeah. going to
0: stop. You know, what's interesting you say that because last night I, I, I got inspired from anxiety to do some writing. <laughs> and what I was writing about was, you know, the fear of, failing in the fear of success Mm. and how that when we're caught in that you're stuck like you can't walk either path because you're paralyzed from stepping into the failure or to the success so you rather not make any decisions it's like why even try if i know i'm not good enough kind of deal
1: the decision of indecision subconsciously so i was
0: i was writing about that and one like compassion was the biggest thing that came out of that is like give yourself some compassion when you are looking at the internal wound behind that because it is a wound if you feel like you're not good enough it is a wound whether it was a condition or you did something as a kid and your mom or dad say hey that wasn't okay or like do better or that created the story that you're not good enough and that perpetrates throughout the years and it paralyzes you from wanting to make any kind of decisions. So that reminded me of what you were talking about, giving yourself some compassion around having your heart open and wanting to, cause it's fucking hard dude. Like, I've, like I was having a conversation last night about you know, when I got cheated on and in order for me to heal, like I had to keep my heart open.
1: It was tricky tricky it's, playing field It's
0: tricky right because I still remember the, the conversations that I had And she, didn't, she wasn't even the one that told me Someone else broke it down to me And how devastated and defeated And like my heart just like dropped I don't It's been eh, I don't think I ever felt that much pain like that Ever in my life um, And I remember how closed off I was And how A lot of my trauma came up around that as well too where I was very anxious, I wanted to, like, make it work, I'm like, no, it doesn't matter, or take me back, or, and although, like, she cheated on me, she, like, disrespected our, our relationship that we had, and just thinking about how wounded I was around that time, and I just had no idea what the hell was going on, and I was, like, freaking 16 years old, You know, I'm 30 years old now and I'm still learning about this stuff.
1: Well, then it's like compound wounding. Because if you are operating in that relationship with that conditioning, we end up acting in ways that like propose or propel into newer trauma that you end up getting. Because then in that situation, like we're, we are so into ourselves. Because I've been in the same situation. Where it's like, I, I, the fear of being alone. Uh, wanting to continue the relationship because for a time it felt yeah. good and Enough it felt it. Yeah. and that's all that sh- your frame of mind is yeah. gonna go back to this it's gonna go back to this yeah. so There's not yeah. integrating compassion for the other person's journey exactly or the relationship as a whole Right, right. and we end up acting in certain ways and then probably cause that person trauma and then it causes us trauma from like oh they but they they left I tried everything and they left like I, I've fallen into that mentality a few times you know the the some of the nice guys syndrome yeah
0: and I, you know, it all comes down to like the attachment styles too. Um, you know, given my experience as a child, there was a lot of inconsistency in my life. So I created this disorganized attachment style where I'm um, push or pull. It's back and forth.
1: Are you disorganized too? Yeah. Just, uh, oh my God. Are disorganized, bro? <laughs> Let's be disorganized together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is the reason why we created a podcast because we're so disorganized. It organizes it. <laughs> The disorganized podcast.
1: Spinoff series. The
0: spinoff series.
1: I'm, I'm not putting more energy into this.
0: <laughs> this is what happens when um, you get no sleep. and Accidentally get two Phil's coffees. Oh, dude. I had no idea. So, I, <laughs> Derek, so the last time I ordered Phil's from like Gilman, I ordered two. So they always go back to the last order you ordered. And so I didn't realize that it said two. So I just pressed order and I looked at it, I was like two I was like why is there two and I was like "Ah, oh, shit and then I, I ran out of the time to cancel it it was like 30 seconds I'm like well mate you got feels coffee today brother <laughs> and the powers that be wanted us to be awake <laughs> yeah so it was meant to be that we're overly caffe- actually I don't even feel super caffeinated. I'm just I'm just tired I'm tired but like I'm running on energy that I get from like recording the podcast and the idea that I might go shoot some photos, we'll, we'll see. Some some of my friends are going to go shoot in San Francisco. I'm just like, oh, I want to go shoot. So want you're to create. On,
1: on purpose energy. Yeah, ex-
0: yes, yes, yes. I like that. That's, but I told him, I was like, I'll see how I feel after the podcast.
1: That, that, I mean, that goes back to the, the topic as, as well, because you're integrating compassion for your future self. Yeah. yeah. Of... Like the not making too many commitments that we can't fulfill with the energy that we have based off like an assumption of how we feel back. I know I've always had moments where I made a plan months out and then when it comes up I'm like, I am so tired, I can't make then you it's this weird inner guilt trip and it's it's just like, no, we don't have to do that. The the part of being human is the that we will make mistakes. It's inevitable. And that's not a learning experience and an opportunity to integrate compassion is that's what keeps my heart open whereas if I went and did the, the did the thing I got to do the thing burnout happens and I don't like the situation I'm in then I get closed and I don't receive and I get rigid like that, that's my that's my uh like patterns that come
0: out mm-hmm. and yeah if you want to go a little deeper um some people have had their car closed for a long time They've been in a survival mode, and it's not safe for them to open up, right? Which, when you open up, open your heart, there's compassion, there's empathy, there's vulnerability, honesty. That shit's not easy.
1: So for those that may be unaware that they're doing this, and they just feel the motions of, like, life is really stressful at this moment and like it's seemingly unbearable what are things that we could do to i guess grease the wheels to get to that that point of healing and opening the heart and perpetuating that
0: well there's something you always say is like meet yourself where you're at right now mm-hmm. and that that could be a starting point and you could reevaluate like how am i reacting to situations am i reacting in a very uh, defensive, very um, protective way, and if you are, that's indication that there's some wounding there, and you're closing off to whatever's being presented to you to protect to protect yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And as I'm not sure if a lot of people know, but like the mind, the brain itself is always looking, scanning for danger. That's just how it is, right? And and it's up to you to have the the spiritual awareness, the awareness in, your, in tune to your energy to when you did take some kind of danger is to say, okay, is this really danger? Or is it just a pattern of mine that I experienced in the past that's showing up in the present, but it's not really danger to me right now. And that's where you could be like, all right, this is a situation. This is where my nervous system is kind of dysregulated dis-reg- a little bit. Let me soothe myself a little bit. Hand in the heart, hand in the belly, take some deep breaths. Maybe just lay on the floor, you know, just flat and just, like, ground yourself to the ground, right? So, these are some things you could, like, really look at and reevaluate, like, how am I feeling? Like, wh- 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 where is he stemming from, right?
1: What's the emotion? Yeah, what are those? Well, something that you you said that I felt was a good concept was... What would that emotion say? Yeah. Yeah. Express it. So I think the best way that I could describe doing this uh, in my own life is when I'm activated in an activated state, these little sensor check-ins that I, I do, like, how's my breath? Like, is it tight? Is it short? How is, uh, am I frowning? Am am I breathing through my nose? Am I breathing through my mouth? Am, Am I hunched a certain way? Am I expressed like, all these, the bodies tell you everything. But once we start learning how to read these, it gives us clues to where we may want to put some work or energy into. So first thing is the observation, right? Something is, off or it feels uncomfortable second thing is like questioning why yeah, what is questioning my own questions is yeah. what you what you said to me before was like is this my thinking is this something that someone told me to think yeah. and leaning into that of like what is the emotion behind this yeah. and usually it comes down to well for me like the, the inner inner child yeah. like some need is not being met i'm i'm, I'm trying to act out of fear for something that happened way deeper way back up up the timeline or i'm not integrating love and compassion to the situation to myself to this other person that's involved in this and we get to sit with it for a second sometimes that may be uncomfortable but i mean whatever depth that we want to go again is meeting ourselves where we're at whatever depth we want to go with that it's still some indication yeah
0: and i think that's why it's really important to like regulate your regulate your nervous system so you're not in this like survival state of being where you're just like you can't think straight right mhm like grounding yourself first and then going a little deeper I was like, all right i'm i'm calm now let's look at what just happened right now you have more of a more of a rational <laughs> more more grounded yeah more grounded mindset around it um and what came to mind as you were talking like i had this experience earlier this year where i saw my ex with this new guy on instagram and like i could easily went into with a close heart or open heart for the situation like close heart for me would have been like she didn't choose me she doesn't want to be with me and like i would have just ran down with that story right i did for a second and then i remember i was like okay jose what are we supposed to do in this situation release that emotion release that energy so i turn on some music that makes me sad and cry sad, <laughs> and then i was driving on the, on the freeway and i just blasted give you on a little shout out you want if you, you want to cry <laughs> <laughs> I should, I'll give you something to cry about <laughs> and I'll just listen to him and it just I just allow myself surrender to it right I just I was just present with whatever was coming up for me and that just allowed me to open up my heart and just allow those emotions to come out and I was just crying and it was funny because these guys pulled up next to me i am I'm, I'm slapping this shit hell loud. I looked over, I'm like, oh shit, some guys are looking. So I turned it down, I like, man, fuck that shit, I'm gonna fuck. So I turned that shit back on. <laughs> yes. Louder <laughs> than emotions. Exactly. So I'm just Take like, and, and I felt so good to just allow myself to open up to what was present instead of closing. And, but for me, it's taken me a long time to do that. And what you mentioned is like, meet yourself where you're at. You may not have the same experience or the awareness that i have but you can meet yourself wherever you're at whether that's just 20 minutes later or an hour later that's still progress and that's what i wrote about last night is little progress is better than none like i remember when i first started meditating i was like, how the fuck do you meditate i can't even do it for like a second and i just started doing a minute then five minutes then ten minutes and all it took just practice, building that body of um, awareness around that, that my body knows what to do now. My mind kind of knows what to do now. My soul knows what it, what it needs. And I'm just connecting more to the soul where I'm not, it's not much of a lag anymore. It's like... It's
1: muscle, a spiritual
0: muscle memory. Exactly. Yeah. You got you to gotta work it out.
1: Work it out, walk it out, walk it out. See? That's <laughs> how <laughs> so, so, walk it out. There so,
0: so, so. <laughs> are throwbacks right now.
1: Yeah. But as you were talking, uh, a few of the modalities came up for me. So the space that you had for expressing those emotions when you know you blast the music and would like full ball out yeah. you felt safe enough to do that
0: exactly
1: yeah. so the these
0: emotions i gone there before that's why so my body knew that it's a safe thing to do chug, 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 chug.
1: I'm trying to like Mortal time test. drinking the coffee while you're <laughs>
0: with the behind the my scenes Bye, called you out on it <laughs> We need to more coffee. So,
1: I think for the what, what I was getting at is a, a co-regulation aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, like if we ourselves don't feel comfortable in in a space, how can we make that container to feel the emotion? And or if we don't feel safe alone with that emotion, finding that person to help us co-regulate. Right. Like you and I have done that without even knowing it, and then we discover the concept. And we're like yeah, that's what, what it oh, was. That's what that was. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and there's a name to it now.
1: Co-regulating with someone else is grounded because that's yeah. your frame of reference yeah. as they are the more grounded person in exactly. that moment, and yeah. you could feel your emotions surrounding it. Yeah. With that, you know, the, this also gets a little tangent of like the toxic positivity thing that's been
0: coming up for me. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot, and people don't even know that's what that is. It's
1: basically. Negating the Some current the emotion that someone else is feeling exactly. because either they they don't have the container of space to hold it yeah. themselves it just makes
0: them feel so uncomfortable that all they know is just to be positive about it.
1: Yeah, it's just just be happy or smiling yeah. like hey, I'm Do not tell right someone to
0: be positive when they're not feeling well Just say you're I, spiritually I, bypassing their emotions and you're dismissing their natural flow of what they're supposed to be feeling
1: yeah, cuz if it's like that the law of equal and opposite action reaction like if you think of a sine wave it's flows up and down that roller coaster which is basically the lifeline of life and it's going to have ups and it's going to have downs and when we have these prior wounding that may be more aggressive maybe more peaks and valleys but we get to walk through them and what i like to visualize is try to get closest to the middle as possible but realize like it's never going to be a straight line because once that lifeline is straight like i'm gone my purpose is gone you know like i find that the deeper the wounding the greater the come up and the glow up is real when we make the bridge across that isn't that like between the sine waves across the valleys of of the lows like be positive be happy it does bypass that experience. One thing that, uh, that I remember someone saying to me is like, are we removing their opportunity to experience their journey in full? And that allowed again, integrating compassion again, right? Right. Right. Cause right. then I was like, Oh, I, I didn't have the container, I'd have the space to make that container safe for that person. I felt uncomfortable. I've been in that position, yeah. but from working through, some of my own things I realized how beneficial that was for me I had I not gone through this breakup I wouldn't have just swung hella hard into business and got to wherever this was and that was the sidestep in life that I needed to take
0: yeah Yeah, the term that comes for me that I use is similar to yours like robbing someone from an experience that they need to experience and when you're spiritual bypassing things that's exactly what you're doing you're robbing yourself an experience that it needs to happen i I can tell you i've spiritual bypassed so many times and not even i didn't even know that's what it was because that's all i knew it was the conditioning it was a conditioning that do these things and you get these results but there was always expectations regardless as much as i said don't have any expectations but there are always expectations behind that um so it's been a revelation to like Not rob myself from those experiences and just like fully be present with whatever it is with an open heart, right? I kind of everything that we talk about it it all connects to the heart, right? Without an open heart, there's no growth, there's no expansion, there's no vulnerability, there's no love. Like we just like when I think about closed heart, I just think about isolation, the world's against me. I can't do this. Just like very, very um, wounded characteristics. I I don't want to say negative. I try not to use negative or positive a whole lot. But I I like to use the word wounded more. It just feels a little little better. So. I did have some notes. As you do too. Um, We talked about compassion is the key on all this. But also some, some key points you want to um, you know think about as you are opening your heart to situations and you're trying to release some emotions, um, try not judging yourself or criticizing yourself or analyzing the situation or pep-talking yourself out of it. Because what you're doing when you're doing these things is you're bypassing the natural flow of emotion. Because I could easily, when I had that situation earlier this year with the ex, i could have just pep talk myself but you're what you're doing in that process is you're actually recycling the emotions they're not actually being released in a healthy manner because I, I could think about i could think back of all the times that i went through some shit and i was like analyzing myself i was cr- criticizing myself i should have said this i should stand like judging myself why'd you do that you're stupid um or then i started doing some positive thinking like oh you're gonna be good you're fine jose she didn't deserve it you know just like all that and that got me nowhere (laughs) that just got me back in my head again and back into the story and i'm back in that loop again the trauma loop all over again right and i'm recycling that back and forth back and forth so looking at these things and being mindful about not judging yourself analyzing or critiquing yourself or even pep talking yourself can really allow yourself to fully experience the emotions that are necessary at the time. And then after you can meet yourself with some compassion give yourself some forgiveness for allowing yourself to get to that place where you're taking advantage or not knowing what you know now kind of deal, right? Give yourself some forgiveness.
1: Yeah. All, all of that makes sense. And it also takes a lot of energy to do it the previous way, where we are stuck in that loop. Like if we're recycling the emotion, we are. It's not. It's not really healing, but it's processing the emotion the best way we know how. And again, meeting yourself where you're at, and the time that it takes for that could differ greatly from person to person. So even changing some things that we do in that that loop to start out with, like. I hear a lot of people with saying self-deprecating things you know, at work or something. And it's just, uh, I, I I started not to allow that because then it is getting into my energy or my space and I'll flip it. Cause it was like, would I talk to my friend that way? Right. I am my own friend It's befriending yourself. And this is again, integrating compassion. And the other aspect of it is that you get to observe when you're you're saying those things right what if we're talking about surface level it's like oh I'm, I, I, you hit your hand on something this. oh that's stupid and this and that and that could be one of those mental notes of like wait i'm doing the thing again yeah what's really it,
0: going on it may not even be yours either
1: but like having that moment of like we're yeah. on basically autopilot yeah, yeah. What, what we're We've been conditioned that we're conditioned reconditioning ourselves. Right, right. So then we get to breathe into that. Take that extra pause, that breath, of like what's really going on here? What like questioning. Yeah. It's the same sort Pushing of formula that belief. in that. Yeah. And then we get to see what's behind it. And you could formulate some action behind it if you want to, based off what the situation is. Like, I mean for a light example uh, the thing comes, uh, for some reason, getting ice cream. <laughs> Cause I know you've done that before, like where you want to integrate some play and it's just like cultivating that connection with the inner child, mm-hmm. right? If something went off in your in your life and you're like, I'm doing all the right things, but you're not playing. Okay. There's one example, so let's, let's go get some ice cream. Yeah. Let's integrate compassion and cultivate this. And then when you come back into the situation, You've now cleared this energy that would have normally been taken by that previous loop of re-traumatizing yourself or re-replaying the issue, and then you have a greater capacity. And doing that over and over and over again creates that muscle memory. Yeah,
0: yeah. Build to that tolerance.
1: I can't read my handwriting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we were pretty tired that day when we took some notes. Yeah. I, I mean we, we cover a lot, dude. I mean, it's... You know what we didn't do? Let's oh. just
1: start off with a check-in. Uh, How does this relate to us? Because I, 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 that's where this topic came from.
0: Yeah. Like, um, well, I, I already shared a few experiences. And, and there, I think the reason why we decided on this topic was because there's I've had a few conversations with a few people that are struggling around this. Um, and I was able to... Some do some coaching around it with some people, and and it really brought me back to it's it's an everyday thing. Like you don't have to go through like a breakup or or some heavy shit to like practice opening your heart or like your your heart being closed. It could be real subtle. Um, and so that's why it was a, I thought it was a good topic to talk about. um Every, I, I forget when I read this it was, it was probably a while back ago where there's this thing when like when you're broke, you're heartbroken or something like you just want to isolate, do my thing get on my grind I'm not going to fuck with these people anymore And then, da, 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 you just have that kind of like lone wolf mentality around it. and it's like yeah, to an extent yes, you know cut off some certain things but like don't completely isolate from everything right like and that's where that that idea of like keeping your heart open, regardless of what the hell's going on,
1: that resonates with me a lot because I have the tendency to take on a lot, and then I, I that burnout comes from when I don't make the commitment or the time to sit with myself. I'm not channeling the inner child i'm not resting properly the nutrition is a big factor in that i know i was door dashing hella tough at one point but my tendency is to do that burn out isolate and when i isolate which is is slightly contradictory to what you're saying but it makes sense to me more now is when i isolate i'm able to process what's going on using the modalities that we've learned by journaling getting it out i think it's a key factor of it instead of keeping it in my head i can journal it i can meditate around it i can take some rest and nap and start you know saying like i deserve a better nutrition to be around for however long i'm around and then there's some fine line point in there where i i, I need outside energy in to co-regulate again right so i've noticed this patterning and i noticed what what, what I'm doing when I started watching what the whole series of Netflix and like one night after I'm not looking at what's actually going on maybe I needed that yeah. maybe maybe I just needed to feel out of reality for a second yeah. to be able to face whatever gravity of the issue is coming up none of that is wrong but I think what we keep going back to is the efficiency of it yeah. and the time frame around it which is the more natural, like feeling what the body's actually doing real time to be able to show back up. Because if we're present with the situation, we get to be present during the healing, then we get to be present back in our lives. And to me, I think that it's it's like a play on words. It's a present to everyone around you and yourself because you get to experience that and they get to experience you not a conditioned version or slightly conditioned version of you, but authentically you. Cause like what, are, and this goes into another one of my examples of like how I may show up in different social groups or how I used to show up in different social groups. I'd put on a front because I was scared of like, of what the other pr- people may think. Cause that was very protective of my energy with my own, you know, set of woundings. But now I'll, I'll go into social situation and I'll just be me. It was, I like guess, the most easiest freeing way. It's the most direct course. And I get from being present in that, as present as I can be, I get as, uh, them being present to me as well. And we have that authentic communication and build whatever symbiotic relationship that it, you know it was meant to be. This goes into communities. The topic that we talked about, this goes into boundaries as well because i think the core of it all we're looking for moderation around all these things too much is not healthy too little is not healthy yeah following whatever is balanced. and just sort of swinging back and forth like the shallower sine wave around the center of the chord of life we get to share the energy with everyone around that. That's on the same thing. And the other thing that I noticed, I was talking to someone yesterday and they said as soon as they started doing inner work, because basically that's what this is, right? When they start doing inner work, the, their circles started to change. Oh, yeah. And the concept of spiritual natural selection came to mind because the, the law of attraction, like whatever we play as mantras and our thoughts and our heads self-deprecating thought patterns, et cetera, or like driving to work, I'm gonna get a flat tire, I'm gonna get a flat tire. Like it, it, it manifests that some weird magic voodoo stuff, but like it, like I stopped trying to figure out why it just fucking happens. Yeah. So when we're active in this growth mentality, we end up attracting those that are on similar paths or similar alignment in our circle. And it just, it grows. So to put it more simply, when we integrate compassion with ourselves wherever we're at and are either tired of our own shit or some event happens and we felt that hard wounding and it's it's that life and death feeling, we get to make a choice and we get to change something. And we could change the outcome of like, are we going to repeat it? Or is this going to take a side tangent to somewhere else? And maybe that's where we need to be for the next phase. And the thing is, it takes time as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, time and compassion its is really important. There's no rush in this human experience. However long you're supposed to be here live it to the fullest. I know that sounds really like cliche and stuff like that, but it is true, so, you know? You yeah. know, it is true, you know, it's, you know, and that's why I, we want to talk about keeping your heart open to be in abundance and, and bliss that this human experience provide for us and this earth that we have and the nature and, and all the beauty around us. I know how it feels to be close off to everything. I know how that feels and it's a very dark place. Um, and I could go back to it anytime. That's always an option, you know? Um, I'm f- thankfully that I build a body enough. So I'm not in it for too long. I catch myself a little faster. Sometimes it takes a little long. Sometimes I just need to sit in it a little longer. Maybe i need to feel the pain a little more. Like who knows? And that's okay too. And like you mentioned, it's like, give yourself compassion for that. And then forgive yourself. Um, So I I, I really hope that this topic, you know, connects with people. I hope that you question your answers and you can start looking at your life. It's like, okay, where am I closing off? And why am I closing off? What's underneath that? And that's where you start getting some new answers, not conditioned answers. Like you mentioned about stubbing your toe on the corner. Oh, you're stupid. You did it again. I know for a fact that's not my thinking. That's actually what I was told as a kid when I did something stupid.
1: That's where it gets into Inception type of stuff because yeah, it goes way yeah, deeper.
0: Yeah, that goes back to the inner child stuff. It's not the present self that's telling me that it's actually the inner child that was told he was stupid for doing something that was quote-unquote stupid, but it wasn't. But it, it it created a story in him that he is stupid when he does something like that. You yeah. should be smarter than that. And but,
1: you, you know what? And then here's another place to integrate <laughs> compassion. Yeah.
0: And I just went like,
1: is what if they were conditioned by the previous generation? Oh, it is. Oh, for sure. And then it goes into generational trauma issues, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's a whole other umbrella. That's a,
1: that's a whole other, you know, well,
0: (laughs) it's a spiderweb, brother. It goes to so many different places, but
1: so at the surface level, um, I think the, the key points that we're touching around here is checking in with the body with what needs aren't, aren't being fulfilled. That's usually what comes up when in this activated state like we're not we're not letting love flow mm-hmm. we may be acting out of fear that's a reading in a section of the you know drop the rock and it talked about this and it was kind funny because it was like we were talking about the podcast and right after i had that meeting and we were like reading into the book it talked about that and i was like there's no like the manifesting energy all over again but it talked about breath work it talked about feeling what the body has to say because that is a reference. goes either everything is fear or is love or I'm not quoting it verbatim, but are we acting out of fear or are we acting out of love? And that resonated with me because like when we're in that being that transitional character from old patterning, old conditioning into the newer one, there's a lot of questioning. Because, like, usually when people identify as something, to have the foundation of that crumble beneath you is a terrifying experience. But, you know, the co regulation helps with the swing. But realizing that that is a learned behavior, learned conditioning behavior, that you could learn something else that's where the freeing part comes in. That's where we get to change patterns. We get to change this generational trauma pathways and you integrate compassion with yourself, with others. And it may sound super woo woo, but like that feeling that I feel internally when I'm presented with the opportunity to practice some old patterning, which I know, I, I know very well, or from practicing the newer way that I want to live with these standards and morals and how I treat myself and take appropriate space, it feels empowering because then I'm showing up authentically Then people see me and like, you know, that goes into my core woundings. I like want to be seen for who I am. And I think we covered a lot in this.
0: I thought, yeah, it's, we definitely hit a lot of points some points that i didn't even think we're gonna hit (laughs) um and that's just the beautiful part about just you know jotting out some notes but just allowing um our energy flow and whatever comes through us come through us and whatever message we put out was meant to be said regardless of what we said back to the intentions back to the intentions right um but yeah i hope this episode find you well i hope it gives you an opportunity to look inward um, hopefully, give you some some language that that makes sense to you, because um, I know that's been my experience so far. And I challenge you to be open. I challenge you to look at yourself and re-listen to this episode if there's some things that didn't make any sense, um, and give yourself that 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 time and space to actually look inward. And if if you don't feel safe enough, like you know, reach out, like i'm always down to talk i just love to talk and this is my jam and so i'm always available um but yeah i i thought this was a really good episode it really um i felt it in my heart and my soul
1: because we integrated compassion into the podcast yeah this is where the (laughs) caffeine is (laughs) Uh, no i also agree The funny thing is real, real quick around this is in talking with that person the other day, uh, about the podcast, I realized that I've grown a lot in the podcast Mm, Yeah, and it's created that space to talk about things. So like revisiting these specific points around opening your heart up to different situations. I mean, I, I relearn when when we're talking about it, what we speak into existence is existence. So I, I really like this episode, and just like Jose was saying, like I'm always gonna say this, like we're we're not alone in anything that we go through. The isolation thing, um, it helps to a certain point until it it keeps us in procrastination and stuck. Yeah, the pattern. We have the empowerment of looking at this and talking about it with those, and hit hit us up. Uh, we like talking about this, like we both geek out on this you can hit us up on instagram jose at jose aka che myself at asg 240 or even the mutual podcast page at hello spiritual podcast and see where that may lead you you mentioned some challenges i mean i would say just change one thing if it's self-deprecating uh language to yourself or just integrating something that you used to do as a kid like we used to play in tech decks at our friend's house we were going at it for hours (laughs) that was so much fun just be open to something new because that's where we end up changing so if you also like how smooth and silky and Radio wavy, our voice sounds. I've
0: heard our voices are actually really nice on the podcast. Did you fall asleep? Oh, wow.
1: What? Did you fall asleep? Well, some people say they could listen to meditation to our voices. What did that person say yesterday?
0: That our voice was... Oh, we have sexy voices. We have sexy voices. So thank you, Derek.
1: (laughs) So shout out to our producer, Producer Derek.
0: Making us sound oh so sexy.
1: Sounds so... Oh, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I say, so I say. anyways, uh, you can reach out to him at D underscore S N E D dot wave on Instagram, or even Derek Snedeker sound at gmail.com. That is D E R E K S N E D I K E R sound at gmail.com. And he'll hook you up. So until the next time, peace.
0: Oh.